Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. Here we talk about weight, body image, emotional eating, and other personal development topics. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, the CEO and founder of Irresistible University and IrresistibleIcing.com. Let's jump in and start with today's episode. Welcome back to the Irresistible You podcast. I today want to continue a conversation about what we were doing last week. Last week, I talked about um, the topic of not being able to stop binge eating through times of stress and things like that. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that today, and it's more along the lines of transitions and seasons of life. And the reason I want to talk about this is I've been going through it. So... October, um, as I'm recording this, today is October 30th, and today is actually my eight-year wedding anniversary. So I've mentioned before, and if you know me personally or you've been hanging around my, my channel for a long time, you know that October is my favorite month, and it's a busy month for me. But it's all happy, positive things. But at the same time, even when things can be happy, they still can bring stress and they can still trigger overwhelm. Something doesn't have to be traumatic or negative in order for it to trigger stress and for then that stress to trigger emotional eating or binge eating. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Um, and just to give up some background on it. So, you know, October is a busy month. Like I said, I have my wedding. So let's start at the beginning. My husband's birthday, my daughter's birthday, our anniversary, we have Halloween. And then in between all of that, there's just a ton of like fun Halloween and fall festivities and things that I, I always like to make sure that we do as a family. So there's that. But then October 1st was the mark of two very significant beginnings for both myself and my husband. So my husband started a new full-time job on October 1st. And at the time he started that job, we were sharing one vehicle. We've been sharing the same truck um, basically since the beginning of this year. And the other big thing that happened is I joined this, um, a mastermind group of sorts for my business. And I'm working with some big, uh, some really big experts to help me grow my business, to get me headed down the right direction. And so that is almost like I'm in school again because I have so much work. And this is all stuff that I've needed to do, stuff that I need help with, stuff that I need to push with. So, it's almost like I'm in school again because I have a ton of work. I have a ton of things that I'm doing. And not only is it just the work that's involved, but where my head is and where my heart wants to be with my business, it's a big mindset shift because I have really big goals and really big dreams. And I am no longer putting those things on the back burner for somebody else's job. I am no longer putting those on the back burner to work for someone else's dream. You know, I've out of necessity, I've had to do that for the past, you know, for almost eight years, I've been side hustling this thing and it kind of sat stagnant for a while. And I, you know, didn't put my focus and my priorities there. And that that's over. That is now over. You know, I'm going down a whole other path right now, but I firmly believe when things fall apart, they fall apart so that you can be opened up to a whole, like a, a bigger and better opportunity. And 
you know, losing my job earlier this year, it was a dream job for me. I absolutely loved it. It was the best of all worlds and all the things that I do and love. But those things fall apart because the universe and God has a bigger plan. And that I firmly believe that the universe and God knows where I'm meant to be. And so I'm here and I'm staying here and I'm not going anywhere. So side note to that. So, you know, two big transitions, boom, October 1st, I start my brand new um, business coaching and my husband starts a new job. And while that's happening, that in and of itself has been a huge transition because he's had really flexible time um, over the past, especially since Catalina's been here, where he can come home earlier, he can have a day off here and there. So I'm now in a place where I no longer have that support and that backbone of, hey, can you come home? Or, hey, are you going to be off on Friday because I need to do this? Or I need to take her to the doctor. And on top of that, we've been sharing one car. So now that he's in this new role, I don't have a car or have I have absolutely no way to leave my house until 4 p.m. every single day. Well, I feel like a million pounds just got taken off my chest because this past weekend, I am happy to say that he has now a new car, a new truck, and now we have two truck, we have two cars, two vehicles. So you know, all those issues are put to the side, and and it's just, um, it's taken a million pounds off of both of us, and it just opens the door for a lot of other things that I need to be doing um, with my time and my business and my daughter. So that said, October has just been. It's been exciting, and these are positive changes. These are all things that are taking us down this path of this vision that that him and I have together of what we want our life to become. And even still, you know, positive change is still change. And change, you know, and some of this change has brought up some other feelings in, in me too. And it's just like transitions are not always easy. And I know that October has been hard for me with my binge eating because of the stress of the transition and the change. And, you know, sometimes food is just there. And sometimes food is just comforting and it feels good in the moment. And then later on, you know, comes the the regret and the guilt and all that. And that's a whole other topic. But I know for me, I have basically been in survival mode. I said that last week, I think, too. And I feel like this week, or this month, rather, um, you know, I've been, you know, to be honest with you, I've been in transition since April. (laughs) You know, my full-time job ended in April. And as of the end of April, early May, I have completely been on my own. And so that in and of itself is a transition and I'm not even going to get into what happened six months and six months to a year before that, because that was some really hard time that we all went through. And this past couple months of just kind of getting in the groove of, you know, this is now you're completely on your own. You're going to do this. You have to make this work. You're not going back to work for somebody else, because I tell you this right now, I refuse and will not ever go back to a position where I have to worry about losing my job on the regular not doing it again because I know I can do so much better on my own. But that place between being on your own and the vision that you have, it's a long leap. And 
you know, it's, it comes with all kinds of challenges and you have self-doubt, you have fears, you have, you know, you sit there and you question yourself and think, who the hell do you think you are? You really think this dream is possible? It's too big. You're dreaming too big. And then I stop myself and I'm like, no, I'm not. Why not me? You know, because we're always saying, you know, why me? Why me? Or how am I ever going to have that? And it's like, why would I not have that? I have what it takes, you know, and you have to. And so I've really honestly been in this transition almost the entire year. And this isn't about business or entrepreneurship or starting your own thing. But when you're starting a business or growing a business or you're in that season of change, I promise you. It's going to question everything you've ever doubted or thought about yourself because you can learn accounting or you can hire someone. You can learn marketing. You can learn copywriting. You can learn sales and all the things that you don't like to do or that you're just not good at doing. You can budget to find somebody that can do it for you. But the one thing that business will teach you is it teaches you who you really are at your core, how much you can handle and how strong your mindset is and how strong your faith is over all the fear. Because you're always going to have fear. You're always going to have self-doubt. The difference is bouncing back and putting the fear and the doubt to bed. And this past, you know, year, few months, whatever it's been, it's, it, let's just say it's been, the, it's been the last year, honestly. It has been a transition. And again, Right now, I'm in a really positive place. This is what I want. This is what my dream is. But that place from where I'm at now and where my vision is, there's still a gap. And I still have a long way to jump. You know, um, so, so being in survival mode, being in transition, I want to say to you today that those things are temporary, Those things are seasons of life, which means just like in a real season, they are not going to last. They might last longer than three months, but they're not going to last forever. And there's something extremely freeing and liberating about just sitting back and telling yourself this too shall pass. This too shall pass. This is only a season. I'm in this transition. Things are going to work themselves out. And they will. The problem comes when you're so obsessed with trying to control the current situation and the outcome of the situation. And when the current situation isn't aligning with how you want it to go, That's where the stress, the frustration, the anxiety, that's where all that stuff comes from. So sometimes when you're, when you're feeling that way, you just have to surrender and say, I know that everything's going to work out so long as I keep doing the tasks and working on the goals and, you know, getting through the days the best that I can, these things are going to work themselves out. So I'll share an analogy with you because you know I love to do that. I always think of this as like when you're on the interstate. And you know when you're on a road trip, there's always, it seems like you're playing, you know, 
not racing, but like playing games with some of these cars because one minute somebody's ahead of you, then they're behind you. So I kind of think of it like when you're on the interstate on a road trip and you're doing the speed limit, but it's not good enough for the person behind you. So then they're racing past you. And then now there's somebody else that got in front of you and they're going too slow for you. And you've got to wait to either have them get over, have them speed up, or have enough room in the lane next to you so that you can get around them. And that's how these seasons of life are. Because eventually, the slow car that is in front of you, that is pissing you the hell off because you can't get past them, eventually, that car is going to change lanes, it's going to get off the interstate, or it's going to speed up, or you're going to have another space that you can move to. And that's what these seasons of life are about. So instead of getting road rage and getting pissed off and and elevating your heart rate and getting gray hairs and stressing out about this stupid car that's in front of you, turn the music up, sing your lungs out, and just know that it's about to change and calm the hell down. (laughs) Because there's no reason to get bent out of shape, what is that doing for you? All it's doing for you is sending you to an early grave, sending you into cardiac arrest, giving you gray hairs, giving you high blood pressure, giving you heart problems, giving you fat around your stomach. Because believe it or not, that's what stress does, is it triggers cortisol that goes around your stomach as fat. So... Getting stressed out, I know it's easier said than done, but in all honesty, is it really worth it? No. So know that everything is a season. And when you're in a season of your life, you're not going to be able to do all of the things. And I don't know who said this, and I, I don't want to misquote, but there's something out there, and I'll have to find it and, um, and link back to it in the show notes. But there's something out there that says that we really only have room for three main priorities in our life. So you're not ever going to be able to have everything a priority at one time. And so in my life, my work is always going to be a priority because I don't report to anyone. If I don't do my work and if I don't do what needs to be done and I don't have clients and I don't, you know, do the things that have to happen, then I don't bring money into the house. And that just can't be the case. Number two, my daughter and my family is a priority. You know, I'm a work-at-home mom. She stays home with me. She doesn't go to daycare or nursery school or anything like that right now. So she is a big, big priority in my life. That only leaves room for one more thing. And normally, my weight loss journey slash self-care, whatever, you know, all those things wrapped up in one is usually my third thing, believe it or not, because it takes a lot of focus from me to you know, stay on the path of of not binge eating and working out and exercising and putting those things as a priority because it's not easy, you know, and this is something that I will have to do for the rest of my life. For other people, they don't even have to think about it, you know, they're just going to eat and move on with life and never gain a pound and life is good. I wasn't blessed that way. This is the thing that I have to deal with. 
And when I get into a really dark place, I know that my weight loss journey and my self-care journey and my body confidence journey is at risk. And I can't let that happen. But right now with this transition, especially this past month transition, I know that I haven't put my journey as a priority because I can't think about it right now. I just, I, I, I want it to be a priority and I think about it every single day, but I just can't give it the energy that it needs because there's other things that have me up at night that are way more important and it's literally in survival mode. Things are evening out, things are getting smoother, things are getting easier and I'm able to take some of that pressure off of me. But when you have big pressures on you, like especially financial pressure, um, health scares, um, you know, family, family members that are ill or sick or, you know, things like that, that kind of stuff takes up all the real estate in your mind. And even your other priorities start to become really hard to do. And so just know that if you're in one of those seasons of life where let's say you're taking care of an ill family member and you have to work and you have your own family, what else do you have room for? And just because you don't have room right now to really take care of yourself the way that you need to doesn't mean that in three months or four months you can come back and that's a priority. But don't forget yourself in the meantime. You know, and and everything I'm saying now doesn't mean that I'm not doing anything right. Doesn't mean that I'm not eating healthy most of the time because I am. It's the late night, ooh, I want candy. Ooh, I want fast food. It's, It's that kind of stuff that's getting the best of me. But, you know, three quarters of the day, I'm good. I'm, 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 you know, feeling good. I'm doing what I need to do. And that's the other thing is you have to give yourself credit because maybe five years ago, I know for me, five to 10 years ago, I didn't even know what binge eating was. I didn't even know the thing that I always did had a name and was an actual diagnosis. I had no idea. So you may not be as bad off as you think you are right now. So give yourself credit where credit's due and know that a transition, a season of life, it's that's all that it is. It's going to change um, and it's going to get better. You know, because people say all the time, you know, they want to know how, how does this work, work-life balance thing work? That doesn't really exist. And, you know, I kind of call BS on it a little bit because we're never going to feel balanced at all times. I believe that our work and life balance only comes in these waves and seasons. It doesn't exist all the time. You know, it's not going to exist all the time. And there's going to be periods of time in your life where there's no such thing as balance. And that's something I usually call a season of sacrifice. So, um... You know, I can use an example from way back, you know, way way back (laughs) two years ago. Uh, Two years ago, I was, you know, working in my full-time job and I was also just about nine months pregnant. 
And in that full-time job, I was leading a big launch of a platform that we were rolling out. And it was, you know, that was a ton of work, a ton of time. I could not tend to my side business. I had that and I had pregnancy. And those were my two priorities at the moment. That was it. And, um, you know, that was a season of sacrifice where I don't have time to work on my own personal stuff. I am not like I have to share my body with another person right now. And I feel miserable because it was right towards the very, very end of the pregnancy. But I also knew that that was temporary. The thing was going to launch and the baby was coming out eventually. (laughs) So during times like that, it doesn't mean that every single thing else in your life, you just throw it out the window and forget about it. It means that everything else in your life doesn't get your undivided attention, right? So if you're in a season like that and you're upset because your house is a mess, but you're over here building a business and raising a baby, you know, where's your priority? It doesn't mean you're never going to clean your house again. It just means right now, that just can't be that important. And you've got to be able to let things go, right? Because I bet, like, my house isn't to the level I want it right now. It's it's fine. It's presentable. But it's also not my priority right now, and I've just had to let that go. There's a whole lot of decluttering I want to do. There's things I want to organize. There's things I want to deep clean. And that will come later. That will come later. But right now, I can't worry about that. Um, So you're in these times where it's like all hands on deck. This is what needs your attention. This is the priority. And sometimes you literally just go into that survival mode where you've just got to get through it. And that's okay. Because know that it will change. Life ebbs and flows all the time, right? Um. So one of the biggest things you've got to do is you've just you just need to prioritize your life. What is your current priority? What needs you the most and what can wait? You know, are you in a season of sacrifice right now? Um, are you in a season of transition right now? What does that look like for you? Are you in a season where everything is actually aligned perfectly? Because that happens too. It happens when, you know, everything gets quiet, everything kind of falls into place and everything just feels like it's moving and flowing and it's working like a well-oiled machine and then bam, something happens, right? So know that things are always in a season, they're always going to change and that's something that gives me comfort and gets me through those moments where it just feels like this is never going to end, you know, and I had, I had a moment too, like, I think it was like the first week that Catalina was born and I was downstairs on the couch cause you know, I was home with, from maternity leave and my husband was working and he would get home. And, um, at the time, I don't know for those of you, um, that have been following me for a while or know me in real life, you know that two weeks before I gave birth, our entire first floor was flooded by Hurricane Matthew. So here we are with an infant. We're entire downstairs is nothing but concrete slab (laughs) floors. Um, Everything has been pulled up and ripped up and the carpet's gone and the flooring's gone and the furniture's gone. And, you know, I was spending my days, you know, taking care of her and, I mean, you're talking about a newborn who eats every two hours. 
taking care of her in our upstairs bedroom because the rest of our upstairs had all the furniture, had all the fit. It was just insane. And I felt like I could not get a moment to just breathe and relax. And I remember telling my husband, and you're hormonal, so you're crazy. I just started crying when we were making, you know, we were making dinner. And I said, I'm just so tired. I just want to go to bed. But when it comes to bedtime, I actually have like anxiety because I dread it so much because I know we're not going to get sleep because she's going to be waking up, you know, every two to three hours. And he was like, babe, that's true. He's like, but babe, this isn't going to last forever. She's not going to be a newborn forever. So this feeling that you have, it's going to pass because it's going to change. She's going to start sleeping through the night. She's going to start, you know, and I was like, I know, but you're in that moment. You don't feel like it's ever going to end. And I just want to give you some comfort and tell you that whatever you're going through, it will end, it will pass, and you will see peace again. I know sometimes when you're in it, it's hard to hear that because it just doesn't feel like it's going to be that way. But I promise you, your your peace is coming. So, you know, figure out your priorities as they are right now and know that everything else you will get to, it will be there waiting for you when all of this passes and gets you through. So, um, you know, make those priorities, figure out what they are and also identify like what season are you in right now? And also, once you've identified the season and what your priorities are, you've got to get organized. You have to figure out a system for you that, you know, some people like paper systems, some people like digital calendars, some people like post-it notes, whatever works for you, you need to find a way to truly organize your time. So as an example of this right now in my life, as you know, Catalina stays home with me. If I want to continue to run my business, I had to change my schedule around. I can't continue to work a regular eight to five like everybody else does. So I start my day at 5 a.m. and I work from five to nine and I get those four hours are like magic. I get so much work done in those four hours. She wakes up around nine. We go downstairs. We have breakfast together. I get her going for the day. We do some activities. We might now I'm so excited because we can actually leave the house for a little while um, and go do something else because we were just stuck here and it was awful. Um, And so during that time, you know, if she's watching shows or whatever, and I'm sorry, sorry, not sorry, actually, I let, you know, put the shows on for her because I still have things I have to do. And that's a sacrifice that I'm making, right? As she's not going to nursery school, she's not going to daycare. She doesn't have a babysitter that that takes care of her during the day. So in order for that to continue, I have to work. And that means Yeah, it's not going to hurt her to watch TV, okay? So during that time, I can answer emails. I can catch up on my social media to, you know, interact with people on my different accounts, do some of the, like, brainless admin work. Then she goes down for a nap at noon, usually sleeps 12 to 3. Boom, that's my next time, my next chunk of time to get work done. And that's just what it is. That's the way it is. That, too, is going to change when she starts school. 
because then our schedules will change. But, you know, you just got to get organized and get your flow and figure out what works for you. And the next thing is, excuse me, you really need to set boundaries and protect your time at all cost. So for me, like I said, that five to nine time, I have to set boundaries that I will not have a meeting with you at that time. I do not, I usually do not check social media at that time because then you get sucked down the social media rabbit hole. Um, You know, Mondays are a sacred time for me as well. That's when I do a lot of my content creation and I don't schedule calls on Mondays. If we have to have a call or a meeting on Monday, it's like the last the last choice type of thing. Um, so, so figure out what your boundaries are with people. And also, like, if you're in the middle of something big that's going on in your life, you maybe, not, maybe don't have time to go out with friends or go to happy hour or do these social things. And you just have to be very clear with people. I really want to go. I really want to do these things. But right now, I just can't do that but let's talk about it in a month, right? So create boundaries and stick to them. Same thing with the phone. I don't answer emails or instant messages after a certain time of day. I just won't do it because here's the thing. And this is especially for people that work at a company and work for someone else. If you start answering emails at 10 p.m., you know what you're doing, right? You're setting the expectation that you are available at their beck and call. And I refuse to do that. I was the same way when I worked corporate. I will not answer emails and messages after a certain time of day. Because that is my time and that time is sacred. And if you don't respect that, then we have a serious problem. Right? So you have to set those boundaries and be very firm and you're teaching other people how to interact with you and what you're going to what you're going to take and what you expect and that is so important that, to set those boundaries so um it, you know make sure that you do that because your time is sacred it's so important and so if you're getting pings and dings and emails at all hours of the night what expectations have you given people based on what you've what behavior you have i'm telling you i'm telling you you're teaching people uh, how to how to interact with you. So think about that. Um, so let's just wrap things up here. And, you know, like I said, you need to figure out what season of life are you in? And, you know, in within that season, you need to prioritize what's important to you right now. What season are you in? What's your most important, you know, one to three priorities? Get organized with your life and your time and set boundaries around all of those things. And the other thing I didn't, I didn't mention this before we wrap up is to make sure you ask for help when you need help. For me, that is something I struggle with. I think I'm going to always struggle with asking for help, but you need to have some kind of a support system in place and you need to learn how to ask for help when Everything is just too much for you, you know, whether that's a family member, whether that's, you know, hiring someone, whatever that looks like for you. Um, So, yeah. And then so let's wrap all this up together and say that, you know, life 
life is not always going to be balanced. It's not ever going to feel like that all the time. So you're going to continue to have these transitions and these seasons of life. And once you can accept that, then you're not fighting your storybook expectation against reality. And that's where you have anxiety. That's where you're pissed off. That's where you're angry, right? So know that you're going to have these seasons. And if you look at that, um, you know, it makes everything a lot easier. So sometimes things are priorities, sometimes they're not. So figure that out for yourself and know that this too shall pass. It will get better. I promise you it will get better. And, um, you know, as this relates back to binge eating, if you don't put these boundaries and you don't get organized and you don't nail down your your handful of priorities, the binge eating and the emotional eating, it's going to get the best of you. And I, this month, have just accepted that, hey, you know what, um, right now I want to be doing this, but I just can't at the moment. And I'm kind of in this like detour phase, but that doesn't mean I'm quitting because like I said, today's my anniversary. I'm going to eat a very, very good Italian dinner (laughs) and tomorrow's Halloween. And I'm not going to deprive myself of Halloween candy. And November 1st, that's my clean slate. I'm back at it. You know, it, it, I've got to get back into my groove because I need that for my own mental health. Not even just my physical health, my mental health. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for rocking it out with me and always joining the Irresistible You podcast. If you are loving the podcast, finding it helpful, I would love for you to leave a rating and review over on iTunes. I cannot stress to you how much that helps me um, be able to reach more people, to grow this podcast, and continue doing what I'm doing here. So I, I hope that you'll be able to do that. And I will catch you in the next episode. Have a great week. Happy Halloween. And stay irresistible.